Warning for underage listeners, this is an adult-oriented podcast. There will be frequent references to kink, sex, crude language, and various other grotesqueries. If you're under 18 and looking for answers and upfront advice about sex, please visit scarletteen.com. Also, for the dude bro listeners out there, this is nerdy shit. Go away. Welcome to the Gotham Press Podcast. This is a verbal orgy about anything like the Grafenberg spot. The difference between Star Trek and Star Wars. The finer points of throwing a pair of floggers and just whatever the hell we find to talk about. That said, if you have a desire to learn these and many more kinktastic nergasms, stay tuned. cry if I want to. <laughs> you mean again? You always cry. You'll be crying tonight, trust me. <laughs> you until you cry? No. I still have 17 what? left. Why? No. <laughs> I want to spank you until you cry. Okay, everybody out in listener land, Zealist turned 23? Yes. 23 today. So, uh, happy freaking birthday, Zealist. <laughs> you will get thoroughly beaten later on, and it's not going to be by me, it's going to be by... Her, by the leopard. He's gonna be thoroughly beaten off. <laughs> yes. He he will he will not she will not stop the beating off until he's begging her to stop because it hurts. No, I, I think she's gonna keep that. going until it's dusting and she's gonna go one more time. <laughs> <laughs> Actually I contemplated if I wasn't feeling so bad the rest of the week. Dusting. Uh trying to come twenty three times today, one for every year of my life. And I woke up today feeling so shitty. I determined, nope, not gonna happen. That was a bad okay, idea. Okay, so so uh, put a put a hold on that until a couple of days now from from now when you feel better. Yeah, like next weekend. I'll try to get it next weekend. He, he tries to do this every year on his birthday, and I never succeed. He never does. So what did you get for your birthday? Well, I got an Umbreon. An Umbreon. Yes. Ah. If you don't know what an Umbreon is, uh, look it up. I'm not explaining this shit. Actually, I will explain this shit. I believe this is the night evolution of Eevee. Yes, he is a dark type. Dark type night evolution of Eevee. It was released in Gen... 3? 3. Yeah, Gen 3. Pretty cool one. Actually, I don't know where... Where did you get this? So people know where to get it. I got it on Wish.com. Yeah. Uh, that site is awesome. It is a pretty awesome site. It's, what would we say, six inches tall? Something like that. Something like that. Yeah, Close about enough. six inches tall, about the same wide, uh, long. Uh, it's pretty cool, actually. I really like this. I have to try to now think of a place to put it so it's on display and available for cuddles when I get smashed. Because <laughs> I cuddle with soft shit when I'm drunk. So you 
cuddle with Leopard? Mm-hmm. Yes. Actually, no. I demand cuddles from Leopard. <laughs> Seriously, I was two rooms away one time because I was trying to clean up the party while he was laying in bed. And then I hear Drunky McDrunk Drunk from two rooms away. <laughs> Leopard! Cuddles! I gotta clean first. Cuddles! Let me finish. Cuddles! So I look at everyone else at the party, apologize, be like, I'm sorry, guys. Clean up as much as you want. I'll take care of the rest of the morning. Apparently, Drunky McDrunk Drunk demands cuddles. Cuddles! (laughs) (laughs) I also called over the animals and all the other soft things. He has, like, five pillows, every stuffed animal available, every single animal, like, legitimate animal. Was there room in the bed for you? Just. the top corner? He, He cuddled with my ass? I did. <laughs> I, I created un- myself a circle of cuddles. Uh, I can understand the cuddling with the ass. I mean, that ass. That ass. And, and then he passed out. Damn, that ass. <laughs> uh, okay, so, uh, welcome back. Episode three. We did it three times, people. Three Yay. times. Okay. Oops, we did it again. And again. <laughs> One more time. Again. Okay. Right. Okay, so let's start this off with the shout-outs. Greedy. Oh, shit. It's my turn already. Um, okay, well, first shout-out is going to be to uh, Cooper S. Beckett. <laughs> Cooper S. Beckett is a member of a uh, podcast called uh, Life on the Swing Set. He's also uh, authored a book called uh, My Life on the Swing Set, Adventures in Swinging and Polyamory. Okay, so for any of you out there in uh, Listen to Land that are interested in swinging or uh, poly, this, this gives you like a, uh, an up-close and personal view of just what it's like. I mean, they're, they're kind of no-holds-barred and go all into the deep stuff like sex and more sex. Um, Ooh, sex. Yeah, <laughs> sexy. Mm-mm. No, uh, in, in, all, in all reality, uh, Cooper is just freaking awesome. Um, the podcast is totally cool. Check it out. Buy his book. Support this dude because he really does bring light to a lot of areas that most people don't. So uh, anyway, the uh, website that you can look for his uh, his book and the podcast will be in the show notes. Um, second up, second shout out for me is going to be Wounded Warriors Project. Um, several of my friends have uh, served in the military. A couple of them were actually wounded overseas. And... Um, Wounded Warrior Projects uh, reaches out to said individuals that were wounded overseas um, and have, are having trouble adapting back to life, be it uh, physical trouble or psychological trouble. They help uh, rehabilitate and uh, get people past that, especially where they, they don't have help otherwise. Um, sometimes the VA can slack off, and I, I really have a, a soft spot in my heart for anybody that's served our country, so... And Zealist is in the can. He has hit the bathroom already, people. Woo-hoo. We are officially six minutes in. Hmm. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> Get a better bladder! Awesome! <laughs> yes. Shoutouts. Shoutouts from me. Uh, let's see. Shoutouts from me. Um, once again, I'm going to shout out to the Chuck Tested, Ruby Approved podcast. Uh, good friends of mine and... Can't say how much I enjoyed it. It was funny. The last podcast I listened to from them um, was they got drunk and hilarity ensued from that. Uh, let's see. 
Also, I'm going to send give a shout out to another podcast I listened to. Uh, I just started listening to them about a month ago and been really interested in them. Uh, the Perverted Podcast. Uh, I believe they're located out of uh, the Los Angeles area. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm. <laughs> again, more hilarity. <laughs> shout out to your shout out. Count Boogie, you're fucking awesome. Yes, Boogie is great. Boogie is great. Boogie, boogie, boo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Fiend? Okay, my shout outs are to kinkweekly.com. I just started reading on there. Uh, looks like they got some pretty interesting stuff. They do articles on everything from um, triggers to they do erotica. They do stuff on bondage. Um, they have a pretty good amount of articles. They have erotic photography. Um, my second shout out is Crash Restraint on YouTube.com. It's kind of. Um, bondage like self-help with bondage uh uh bondage self-help bondage self-help thank you i'm having a little bit of a brain fart um it's kind of a a guide to how to do different um ties and um i'm trying to think of what his exact um style is i can't remember if it's king baktu or um Shibari. I think it's Shibari. But um, he has a whole bunch of different videos on there. It's good stuff. Alright. Uh, my shout outs go toward any of your local foster kids foundations. Foster kids during, especially during this time of the year, sometimes they get a really amazing Christmases depending on the families they're with. But sometimes they basically get nothing. Not because the families they're with, they don't care. But a lot of times foster parents are actually quite poor. Or at least very low on funds. And they do it just because it's out of the goodness of their heart. They want to help these children. And help them as much as possible. Anytime you donate to a foster kid foundation of any kind... It can go towards their Christmas presents. It can go towards their school lunches. It can go towards a school activity such as band or playing football after school. A lot of foster kids actually rely on those foundation donations for many, many different things. From school supplies to a bicycle to ride to, to, you know, just with their friends. To simply just getting a breakfast. Because a lot of foster families try as hard as they can. My background is with foster care kids. Um, I myself have personally never been one, but my parents were such good-hearted people that they welcomed foster kids into our home. And so uh, I know there are multiple times where we tried our hardest but just quite couldn't make that last little bit. And when we reached out to different foundations for that last little bit of help, it honestly helped out so much. A lot of uh, foster care foundation actually funded our entire Christmas one year for everyone. Wow. And, like, they even sent us, like, things to wrap the gifts in and to do everything else. It was actually quite amazing that year, all the things we were able to accomplish. So definitely kind of look into that. I know it's not necessarily something we think about all the time, especially because you can't tell one kid from a foster kid from anyone else. Because they're just kids. Exactly, they are just kids. And it's not their fault where they are. It's sometimes nobody's fault. It's just how life happened. And for those who actually there is some bad history in their past, having a good Christmas changes their entire view on the world. 
one good Christmas can honestly change a person's view. So I definitely recommend looking out, look at your local community, and see what some of those donations and some of those donation centers are. It can honestly change someone's per personality and their view on life for the rest of their lives. Another thing I want to do a shout out to, I'm not going political, I'm not going crazy, I'm not going into the whole story. I just want to talk briefly about the San Bernardino shooting and just kind of send my love out and good wishes towards those families. Um, the shooting in San Bernardino happened on Wednesday at the Inland Regional Center, which is a, a social services center that geared towards those um, in social services of any kind, as well as those who needed um, mental development assistance um, during one of their, their holiday luncheon on Wednesday, as well as just their normal classes and other services going on. There was a massive shooting that happened. Um, supposedly it's been linked to some of the terrorists that acted actually in Paris. It was linked to some of the same organizations as that. I don't know all the issues and the details. I don't really want to get into it. Um, but mainly I just kind of want to give a shout out to those families of the workers who were there and the families of the customers and clients who were there as well. That is extremely, extremely difficult to deal with in the first place. And then as well as the fact that you're dealing with those who have mental development challenges, I can't even imagine what some of them go to go through. My little brother's autistic. I couldn't imagine what he would be going through right now if he lost someone important in his life. So definitely send out love and thoughts towards that and encourage anyone to kind of look at that and get involved if all possible to help out those families. So, I'm good. That's me. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to like to back that up. Uh, we're, we're only a few hours away from San Bernardino, so um, it's... It's kind of shitty. It, it, it kind of makes us all understand, hey, this this is real. This is right in our backyard now. Mm -hmm. So keep an eye out. Don't don't worry so much about political correctness. If you see something that legitimately makes you fear for your life, call it in. Mm -hmm. Do not do not submit to somebody that brings a gun to you. You don't know if you could be the one that makes a difference. So that's all I'm going to say about it. Yeah. Anyone who's looking to know more, there's a really decent um, article I read about it on in the New York Times. It doesn't go over the actual incident itself. It goes over later events with what happened what, with what happened with actually people who committed the crime um, and what some of the FBI is saying about it, as well as anything else you can kind of find on yourself if you wanted to look up more of that and kind of see it. But definitely those people are in our thoughts and our hearts. Zealous? Hi, uh, I've been working. <laughs> it's his birthday and he'll cry if he wants to. Yes. Now, in all honesty, I'd love to have something to say, to talk about, but um, I'm tired. I've just, I've been working. I've been up since 5 a.m., I'm tired at this point. Only thing I'm going to say is I just saw Victor Frankenstein, the one with Daniel Radcliffe. If you haven't seen it yet, great fucking movie. Go watch it. That simple. <laughs> if you're going to wait for it to come out on DVD, that's cool. It, you know, it's good in theaters, but it, I don't know if it's a need to see in theaters. We can get back to that at the movie section of our... Mm -hmm. I know. That was my only thing. <laughs> okay. So... Let's move on to some nerd news. Okay. 
First up, as always, our listener suggested topic of the week. Uh, this was suggested by Big Pervy. Um, Pokemon and why the hell we should want to catch them all. <laughs> so, listeners, what you can't see is Zealus has suddenly woken up and <laughs> he's nodding his head that this is his section. <laughs> Ironically, it doesn't matter now that he's been up since five this morning. <laughs> <laughs> right? All of a sudden it's no. gone. I just don't have anything for the suggested topic. You don't have anything? The shout-outs. Sorry, no, no, no. I have something on this one. Ah. Okay, so Pokemon, <laughs> why we should catch them all. Uh, one to catch them all. Um, we shouldn't. There's some Pokemon you should not want to catch. The Snowflake Pokemon, there is no fucking point in catching the Snowflake Pokemon. <laughs> unless you just want to catch the fucking Snowflake Pokemon. Hey, man, some of us want to have a complete Pokedex. If you want to have a complete Pokedex, more power to you. Me personally, I think I normally catch somewhere around 100, 150 Pokemon, and then I build a team. Isn't there 720 Pokemon? Please. Something like that. I think it's 726. No, there are 720 Pokemon. Yes, I'm I'm aware of this. They, they They keep growing. They keep adding on. Every time they come out with a new game, then they have a new area with new Pokemon to find. Yeah, but most of them are ridiculous. There is one that is in the shape of an ice cream cone. Yeah, that's one of them that's not, there's no point in catching. There's one of them that is a set of keys. 721. There's one of the set of keys? 721. Yes, there is a set of keys. I by one, motherfucker. Yes. One. Wait, wait. I need to deal with the fact that the fucking Pokemon developers decided that a set of keys is obviously a Pokemon choice. Yes. There's one that's a sword. He's a ghost. No, no, no. He's a ghost sword. It's not just a sword. Sword and shield, I know. Yes, it evolves to have a shield, so then you have a sword and a shield. <sighs> yep. Which just, again, the doesn't make much they're sense. they're supposed to replicate animals. No. No. They never Repli- said animals. Replicate. They never nope. said animals. Nope, not that. In the, in, the first, in the first generation of Pokemon, you have Magnemite, who is a magnet. Okay, yep. my, my point is that they replicate animals and the fact that they're like supposed to be like a pet and a companion and shit like that. Yes, yes, yes. Now they have ice cream cones, keys, and a sword and shield. They also have a big giant stone that gets a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> and has a giant nose. Okay. No, that, that we're, one's we're, supposed we're, to be like the... Uh, it's a janitor. The yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Why yeah. the hell should we want to catch them all? Personally, Apparently we shouldn't. Personally, I don't. I don't see a point in catching them all. I have my... I, okay, I'll be honest. I play the game and I like doing tournaments. I want to get the newest game. I want to beat it. I want to set up a tournament team for it. I want to do online tournaments. But I research, I study, I plan of attack... What Pokemon I'm going to get for, where I'm going to get them, what everything I'm going to do, because I play competitively. So I don't see a point playing competitively in online tournaments to catch all 721 Pokemon. I catch... There are people like me that do that. They're yeah. just collectors. I'm not yeah, really you're big. a collector. I'm not really big on the term. I'm just like, huh, you know, I'm just going to catch as many as I can. Yeah. yeah, but even you don't play with all of them. You literally get them to say that I have them all. Yeah. Those Plus, who actually do it to actually play with the ones that they actually set ones they have, uh-huh. they're only going to catch the ones that actually they can play and actually fit their own personal style so that they can develop those and evolve those and yeah. work up a style and a team with that. Those who just want to collect the fuck out of them, then collect the fuck out of them. Yeah. The problem is, though, that even in the game, and this has always been the thing, your game does not have all the Pokemon. No. So, that way, so you have to... Go through every go out, get single... Out, get out there in the community of... In the Pokemon community. Not anymore. Well, 
technically still. You technically no. even with even with the uh, wonder trade system. No, there's Poke Bank. You can break all those rules because well, no. you can trade to yourself online. This well, you can always trade to yourself. No, no, no. Not the way Poke Bank works. Have you no, heard no, of yeah, No, no, I know. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. But anyway, getting back to the topic though, as far as wanting to catch them all. I want to catch them all because I I'm a completionist. I like knowing that I finished. I know that knowing that I got everything I could out of the game. That's the only reason to catch them all in my head though is for the hundred percent satisfaction. Yeah. Past that though, no, because you're not going to use them all. Nobody's going to tell me that they used all seven hundred and twenty-one Pokemon in a Pokemon battle at some point in time. Because you're going to catch the goddamn snow cone and go, or sorry, ice oh, cream cone and go. Oh look, I'm done. Oh. Yes, we see you doing your sexy dance. We're talking about Pokemon here. <laughs> so, <laughs> listeners, Greedy just gave Fiend a very, very sexy dance. I oh, liked dude. it. I liked it. And I'm sitting here trying to discuss Pokemon. You're trying to discuss Poke- Pokemon, and Fiend's over there getting just a little moist. A little moist? <laughs> a little moist. All right. And moist. poor Greedy over there. Mm. <laughs> just, uh, is that all you got to say? So want some coffee? No. Take a drink at all. I've got beer. Okay. <laughs> That's not the same. I know. All right. Next the topic. Beer is better. Next subject. Next subject. All right. Moving right along. Entertainment. Yes. So. Tonight on ET. <laughs> no. Tonight on no. We, that no. might be copyrighted. Show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Game. All right. All right. Okay. So bleep that. Cards Against Humanity. Cards Against Humanity. Is My favorite. I fucking love that game. So much love. So, uh, Bigger, every year. blacker cock. Deck. Dick. Deck. Dick. But there is also a card that is the bigger, blacker cock. I know. I thought it was the bigger, blacker dick. It's the bigger, blacker dick. There's not cock. The bigger, blacker dick. There's the bigger, oh. blacker deck. And there is the bigger, blacker box. Oh, okay. And the biggest black. And then the, the biggest black is black. Yeah. And the biggest blackest dick. Oh, mm-hmm. As well as what is the best thing to masturbate into? Grandma's ashes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's uh, horrible. What is Batman's guilty pleasure? Dead parents. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. All right, anyway, all right, all right. back to the topic. That's horrible. Um, well, since since the uh, the night that I added this into our uh, show notes. The um, eight sensible gifts for Hanukkah is now closed. So if you didn't get into it, which is basically sending Cards Against Humanity fifteen bucks, so that they'll send you eight things that you probably don't need. But uh, yeah, they do it, and it's it's fun and it's funny and it's enjoyable. But if you didn't get in before they closed it off because they've now got one hundred and fifty thousand people in it, then haha, sucks for you. So, but they um, still have it open where you can make your cu- own customizable ones, don't they? No. Oh, that's closed for right now? That's closed. Yeah. Um, Sucks for you. So you have to wait for next Sucks Christmas. Sucks for me, too. I missed it this year. I'm, I'm kind of pissed about that. I got it last year for myself and my mistress, and uh, I got cards that were custom-made with my name on them. So that was kind of badass. That is pretty badass. Nice. I, I, I just want to say, Uh-oh. windmill full of... Corpses. Dead babies. Oh. No. Okay, movies. Krampus. Wait, real quick. What? Sorry. What? <laughs> Just the the whole subject broke some memory in my head. Oh lord. So 
This is something and well, like, the subject of Cards Against Humanity or dead babies in a woodmill. <laughs> cards Against Humanity. This is an important question, people. It is. Yeah. It is. Yes, Cards Against Humanity, and I have physical evidence of this. So that you have dead babies in a woodmill. No. No. As, as anybody who's played Cards Against Humanity, the black card sets the tone for what the white cards are going to be. Yes. Yeah. All right. The black card was blank. Hours of fun. Easy to use. Perfect for blank. <laughs> no. Whipping a disobedient disobedient slave. Hours of fun. Easy to use. And perfect for establishing dominance. Woo! Woo! Wow. Right on. Alright, now Krampus. Yes, <laughs> Krampus. Which also involves pain. It Krampus. does? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Do you know what Krampus is? No. Krampus. Krampus. <laughs> do, do you want me to explain or you got this? I got this. Okay. Krampus. Is, is this is, one of those things that I'm going to want to bury my head? No. No. Okay. okay. Do you know who St. Nick is? Yeah. St. Nick is the guy who gives out all the presents. He's the motherfucker who comes in and steals all the bad children and whips them. Or takes them to the underworld if they're too bad. Yeah, yeah. So yes, yeah, so, 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 wow. so Saint so Saint Nick rewards yep. you, and then his shadow, or rather his opposite, is Krampus, which is some like weird German. No, no, not German. I'm trying to think what it actually is. He's some kind of creature. He's got he's like, a demon. Horns. Well, yeah, he, he's got like horns. He's got like hooves of some of some he's, kind. He's almost like a goat like satyr. He's a he's like the satyr, yeah. Demon. Yeah, he's, he's a cloven. He's, he's, he's a he's a cloven horned demon. So he's Hellboy. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> he's great. He's Yeah, Cowboy isn't Cloven. Oh, you're right. He's not. Yeah. He, he's a demon that whips you and takes you to the underworld. He has a butchel, or, or sorry, a satchel of some particular type of stick. I forgot the name. Canes. No, no, no. It's a particular type of wood, though. I forgot the wood. I actually. I okay, okay. The, the point is. But anyway, so if you're if you're bad, he hits you with those, and if you're really bad, he puts you in a cage that's on his back and takes you back to the underworld, so more demons can beat your ass. Right, but the point of the movie is that this whole family gets together for Christmas, and they're all celebrating. But like underneath all of it, they actually hate the fact that they're there and all hate each other. They're literally just like, "Ugh, it's Christmas. Let's get through it." And especially one little boy super hates it and like rips up his letter to Santa, like cursing him, like hating everything and throws it out the window and Krampus gets a whiff of it, turns the entire town into a giant blizzard, shuts off all the power and then terrorizes and kills the whole family. Wow. We're assuming they all die. We haven't... We're assuming. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Right. So, Based off trailers. Everybody keeps talking about how great Christmas is. We should keep it traditional. And I'm like, really? Krampus? <laughs> Let's keep it traditional, bitches. So, so just so all you listeners know, Fiend doesn't have a Christmas spirit. No, no, no. Get that correct. Fiend does not like Christmas. She has her own Christmas tr- traditions. Yeah, it's called watching horror movies, eating fucking Chinese food. It's a lot better than having to deal with my bitchy aunts all all Christmas day. Wait, we have to deal with them all day. It depends on who comes up for Christmas. Depending on who comes up for Christmas depends on which aunt or aunts and which people or bitches we have to deal with. We just have to deal with my grandparents. All we have to do is lie all day. If we have to deal with my aunts and my uncle, then we have to deal with bitchiness. I'm going to be happy 
that I have to work Christmas potentially. Okay, okay. but Leopard, just remember, it's the most wonderful time. Let's move right along. Yeah, moving right along. for Frankenstein. Best movie. Okay, not best movie, but it's a really good movie. Um, so it's actually, even though it says Victor Frankenstein, the entire movie is actually from Igor's perspective. Oh. It's a pers- yeah. It's actually a version I've never seen. Like, there's been, like, the animated ones where it talks about Igor that he actually has, like, intelligence and goes over things. But for the most part, things still kind of imply him as an idiot, especially live-action ones. Right. If you pay attention, there's hints to the fact that Igor actually is actually slightly intelligent and actually does a decent job. I mean, he has to in order to follow along with Victor Frankenstein in the first place. But this entire movie is nothing but Igor's progression, how he came into Victor's life, actual backstory on Igor himself. Like, it's it's actually extremely detailed and it's very impressive. And it actually is... It's it's a really heartfelt movie that is a very, very good perspective. It's got a lot of stuff for everyone. There's, like, action, there's some horror, there's some, like, super feels, there's romance. Like, it's a pretty in-detailed movie. It's actually very, very, very good. There was never one moment... That I was bored. Yeah, not one. Nice. The, enti- the entire movie, there was something every single second. Rather, if it's character development or action or just playing something interesting to kind of look at and see. Especially because it showed mainly the whole movie actually how the characters were thinking. It actually showed how Victor and how Igor perceived the world. And actually showed how they came together in their own separate visions of things. And actually learned and focused in. Um, it was actually showed way more of Igor than it ever did Victor. There's an entire section where you don't see Victor for like weeks. Oh wow! It's all yeah, it's like a Igor. good twenty, thirty minutes of the movie. There's no Victor. Yeah, well, maybe not quite it's that much. It's gotta be better than that fucking fiasco, I Frankenstein. Hey, I liked I Frankenstein. That- was a monstrosity. If you're looking at it from a <laughs> Frankenstein movie, <laughs> yes, it is a monstrosity. <laughs> if you're looking at, it, looking at it from just a sci-fi movie, it's actually pretty good, I think. Oh, it was a monstrosity. <laughs> well, you can suck my monstrosity. You don't have a monstrosity. Oh. oh yeah. Pinky. You got, you got size, but it ain't a monstrosity. Okay, so moving right along. <laughs> Point is, Victor Frankenstein is actually very, very good. You don't have to see it in theaters, but you do have to see it. Okay, so moving along, on to the smaller screen TV. So, I love <coughs> Past Tense, the Sci-Fi Channel, back when it was yeah. actual science fiction. Yes, Farscape. Farscape. Um, Dude, Dark Angel. Battlestar. Dark Angel. Dark Angel. When they had Saturday morning anime. That was always pretty good. Yes. I loved it. And then they came with sci-fi. S-Y-F-Y. Yeah. Yeah. And then they had like one show that I watched and then it ended and then my interest in the channel ended. They started showing a little bit more like uh, Lost Girl. I've watched actually some of Lost Girl. The one on the fairy world. Actually fairly decent. A little more sex than I would than I was actually wanting, but she is a succubus, so sex is gonna happen. Oh yeah. <laughs> but it actually is still fairly decent. There's still enough to actually keep you interested. Not quite you know the reverence at what it used to be, but it, it's actually very good. I actually enjoyed that one. Okay. Lost Girls good. Well, the reason I bring it up is because sci fi is bringing the science fiction back. 
About fucking time. They are under new management. Ooh. And this new management... Ha- well, technically they've had the new management for a while. Oh, okay. He made this announcement a while back, but didn't have the chance to well, do anything with it until they have to slowly that. integrate. It doesn't work all of a sudden to switch. Right. Well, you know, they, got, they have to record content, all this stuff. Exactly. It's a slow integration. Yeah, but they are coming really heavy with the science fiction. Are they bringing Dark Angel back? Uh, no. Are they at bringing least not, at back least they... Firefly? That's they not can't bring back Firefly! We are not having that discussion right now. <laughs> they can't! They can't! We will have that discussion for this hours. This is how you start that'll, a war. That'll be, that'll be what we designate next podcast about. <laughs> oh, God, no. It'll just be Firefly. <laughs> no, that would be hours. That would be a five-hour fucking podcast. It would be an argument. Wait okay, a second. Okay. This would not be a podcast. This would just be a war. So let's, so let's make a new podcast just about Firefly. Okay. <laughs> It'll be called Firefly Part One. <laughs> oh, moving right along. Anyway, at, well, I was just gonna say uh, they are planning on bringing. It looks like about five or six shows to the channel, which are going to be all science fiction based. So I'm really looking forward to this. Wait, I just have to ask out of curiosity because Sci-Fi does, does still show these. Are we counting Mega Shark? Versus Megalodon crocodile thingy as sci-fi movies? No. no or just B-movies? That's B-movies. That's B-movies. B for oh, bullshit. Oh, God. Sharknado does not count. B for bullshit. Fuck Sharknado! But Sharknado B 2 was in theaters. Okay. Speaking okay. of okay. Wait, wait, wait. Hey, no, hey, wait. No. no. Comment on down. Comment on down. I just had to ask that question. Write it down. We'll what? designate time to it next time. What, 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 okay. Was, okay. what was your question? I, no, no, that was he just my question. The, Do we count those as sci-fi uh, movies or just no. B-movies? B-movies Okay, there we go. I'm happy. Alright, so, alright then. So, moving along to the tech side. Tech side? Yeah, did, did y'all know that uh, we recently passed the 100th anniversary of Albert Einstein's publication of his theory of general relativity? No. This, this literally changed the way the entire world thinks. Yes. I mean, up until up until shortly before this guy came about, there were people that still believed the Earth was the center of the entire galaxy. Mm. Uh, yeah, even people. if it's misleaded, even though, you know, people said they were stupid. <coughs> the fact is, they kind of didn't you know, have the ability to send people off and be like, tell us for sure. True. So everything was in theory until actually we were able to send people up and tell us for sure. So, I mean, mm. even if they were misguided... You kind of had to see there's some other people's point. A lot of people, especially scientists, won't believe in the fact that they can't see it. It's not real. Well, okay, so. there was there was a, a presentation of exactly this on um, what, what's what's the uh, PBS uh, public television yep. public broadcasting station. Yeah, so so they had an entire um, entire hour long uh, special on Albert Einstein. And it just happened to be that uh, my mistress's husband and I were watching this, and um, it, it was also on the day that it was the 100th anniversary. So it was pretty freaking awesome to think back, you know, and look back, see exactly where he was when this was all happening, yeah. World War II and all that shit, and realize, hey, this, this literally changed humanity. This it's easy genius. to forget that things like that happened... 
so soon. You know? Yeah, I was you about think, to point that out. You think World War Two, and like you realize that it's actually relatively recent. Like, yeah, it's within the last hundred years, even less. It's easy to think about that, but then you almost, but then you know you're like, well, Albert Einstein was coming up with his ideas at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. You know, Anne Frank and Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. were alive at the same point. I think they were born. In the same year. Uh, they were born relatively close. I actually don't know how close. I, I think I think it was in a ten year gap of each other. Yeah, it was relative, It was actually pretty close. But the point still is, you know, it's so easy to be like World War Two just happened, but then you go back and you're realizing literally how close so many events were to each other. It's it's pretty astounding, actually. Well, and to think, like he said, it changed the entire way we think, and it's only a hundred years old. Mm-hmm. Like that's. The amount of things that it has changed in such a historically tiny amount of time. Wait a second. It's not World War Two. It's World War One. One. World yeah. War One. Yeah. Sorry, I was like sitting here thinking about the dates. I'm like, shit. Wait, yeah. Well, World War One, but still. Yeah, but still. Still. You know, is, but you know, how what? How would things not be the same? Yeah. Within you know. Yeah, within, you know, 100 Within years, 100 but... years, if that hadn't happened. Yeah. Okay. But anyway. Ironically, a guy came into uh, my store the other day. I, I, I'm a retail manager at a uh, local mall. A guy came into my store, and uh, he was talking to me about how he was born the day that World War One was declared. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm sorry, World War Two. Now, mm-hmm. now I'm doing it with this guy, too. Um, so he was he was born the day that World War Two was declared as another war that America was entering. Wow! And so he grew up with the entire war. Yeah. He, he grew up seeing all of his uh, his cousins and uncles going off to war, and he explained to me how um, how he grew up with the uh, idea that guys don't live past twenty five. Yeah. That we're we're I'm going to grow up. I'm going to turn sixteen, seventeen. Go off and fight with the army, and I'm gonna die before I'm 25. And here he is, uh, nearing 80 now. Well, I mean, my grandfather <laughs> was born during the Great Depression. Mm, wow. So, I mean, or shortly there within, like it was yeah. pretty damn close, because he was there at Pearl Harbor. Damn. So, I mean, people tend to forget. Literally, yeah. that just fucking happened. Yeah. But I mean, and, you know, and the next point, you know, Tulsa making the home battery. That was also pretty fucking recent. Tesla. Whatever. Tesla. Yeah. Fuck you all. Whatever. I can't pronounce <laughs> shit. Yeah, that was actually last month. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I, I I wasn't able to... Uh, I love you. You're thinking of... You wish. You're thinking of something yeah, else. Probably. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I hadn't, I hadn't been able recent. to read up on this. I didn't say exactly how freaking recent it was. Tell me no, about you're this. Th- you're thinking of something else. Whatever. Anyway. Fine. I'm stupid. Carry on. No, no, no. Carry on. You're not stupid. Okay, anyway, you were saying... No. Zealous? I don't know anything about this Tesla battery. Explain it to me. Okay. Uh, Basically, the company Tesla... Yes. Is... They're the company that makes the cars. Yeah, Tesla cars. You're thinking of Nikola... Nikola Tesla? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Nikola Tesla's battery. Anyway, uh, the the company Tesla is... Who, as Fiend stated, makes cars, is going to be making a battery that can... They can completely run your home. Mm-hmm. They're making... Uh, actually, this was supposed to be uh, coming out in 2017. It got pushed up to 2016. Hmm. Yes, Fiend? They can't completely run your home. They can only 
add to the power source. Well, no, that's the thing. It's a matter of if you have a blackout or something like that, it can run for a limited time. Right. So it's basically a backup generator that you can also be using to kind of store slash save energy. Correct. Okay. Yeah. So that's supposedly going to be out, uh, I believe, early next year. No, sorry. Late next year. Yeah, probably late. Late next year. Will it be as expensive as their cars? Probably. (laughs) Yes. It'll probably be more expensive than the house. No, it will be more expensive than the house. Will it work as well, or work better than the batteries in Tesla cars? That's a good question. You could try to get one and find out. Let us know. What, a Tesla car or a Tesla battery? The battery. Shit, I wish I could afford one of their cars. I don't want any of their cars. Why the fuck not? Their cars are amazing. Because they look amazing, but as a guy who wants to go vroom, they're horrible. (laughs) Okay. Well, I can give, I can understand that. There's only one hybrid car that I want right now, and it's made by Porsche. Just so you'd say you own a Porsche? No. <laughs> it's so I can say I own a Porsche that has better uh, emissions than a Prius. <laughs> 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 and it still goes vroom! I think it's got a top speed of 272 miles per hour. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, so... Fiend has mainly put up the books for this week to discuss, which she read some of some Yay, of one of them to me. Actually, fairly intuitive stuff. Which one? The which one was it? The guide? The yeah, the action heroines handbook by Jennifer Warwick and Joe Borgen. What was that name? Why are you laughing Borgen- at me? I can't remember it. In, I can't remember how to pronounce it. Borgenit. Borgenit. Whatever. Borgenit. Wow. Some weird name. I I. I it, Joe, if you're listening to this, I apologize for my friends slaughtering your last name. Can you Please call into us, like email us, get our phone number, call and explain exactly how to pronounce it, and we will make a formal apology on our podcast for you. Right, the, act, the action heroine's handbook. She actually read part of me. All she read to me was actually um, what every woman should have in their purse. Brilliant. I'm just saying. Brilliant. What should every woman have in their purse? Give me the handbook and I'll read it to you. Hold on, hold on. The 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 mask I'll say, let's see, vibrator, uh, apron. Uh, <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> set of heels. Uh, <laughs> okay, You're about so to die. Heels are actually fucking no, dead. Heels are actually, especially like the super spiked ones, are actually very useful. One, I can kill you with one. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, they make They're a really actually good very good to be used as self defense. They're actually very good if you know just how to do it and break them properly. You can actually use the heel to actually pick locks, especially if you can get to the nails within the heel. There are actually a lot of uses to having a truly spiked heel. If you're ever in a, you know, vampire raid and they're wooden heels, you're fucking covered. <laughs> I'm just saying. But the points are made. Heels are actually useful. Let me find where this is. If a woman ever comes at you with a knife, throw a couple pieces of bread at her. <laughs> no. Stop it. Stop I it. I swear to God. No, no, no. Go ahead, Greedy. No! <laughs> throw a couple of pieces of what at her? Bread. <laughs> This is a joke I heard years ago. I, I know the joke. Throw a couple pieces Everyone of bread knows the joke. I don't know this joke. I don't know it either. Are you going to regret? instincts will take over and she'll be forced to make a sandwich for you. Oh, really? <laughs> I don't have those instincts. Oh, God. I have those instincts to take the knife and stab me, though. <laughs> oh, I don't doubt that. I don't doubt that at all. Wait, wait. Does the bread hit the floor? 
<laughs> it doesn't That's matter. what you're worried about? <laughs> yes. I don't want to eat the sandwich if the bread was on the floor. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. I've been stabbed before. I don't give a shit about that. I would want to make sure my sandwich is okay. <laughs> anyway. I am now predicting you're not getting laid no matter how much alcohol she consumes. Well, wait, wait. But I'm not the one who's making these horribly sexist jokes. Hey, wait. I found what's supposed to be in every woman's handbag. Okay. I'm not going to go fully explain it because, well, no, I can do it quickly. Okay. Nail file. That can be used for as a tool for eye gouging. To file one's nails to a sharp point or to pick a lock, and especially with you have a bobby pin. Lipstick for writing messages on mirror glass as a camouflage for a listening device with a combination of a remote sensor, because you know, everyone has one of those. Or to create fake bruises and cuts. Perfume as a blinding spray, flamethrower, or a soldering tool if you have a lighter with you. Or to sterilize a wound. A compact mirror to signal... To uh, use his eyes in the back of your head when it's broken, you can use the glass as a weapon. To provide powder when dusting for fingerprints, or to use the cream blush to make an imprint of a key. What is this you're reading? The Action Heroines Handbook. Everything that should be in every woman's purse. Oh my god, I think I'm going to read this. I know. Okay, cigarettes. To uh, buy time, as in, you know, may I have one last smoke, as a burning weapon. And to identify whether your suspect is left-handed or right-handed whenever they lean in to light your cigarette, which is useful information to know. It is. A scarf to use as a tourniquet or field bandage as a blindfold or as a temporary restraint, especially depending on the material. Um, Panty liner to use as a bandage as a writing surface for jotting down notes in extreme circumstances or as a sleep mask. Which, that's just weird, but whatever. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. What are we using as a sleep mask? Panty liner. You know what they are. No, a, no. not penny hose, penny it's a lighter. Douchebag. Oh. <laughs> uh, tampon. The cotton roll can be used to absorb drink or other liquid to later anal- analysis at a lab. Or the tube can be used to hide money, microfilm, or loose jewels. Oh, uh, side note, it can also be used to uh, fill a bu- bullet wound. Oh! There you That's go. That's originally what they were made for. Yeah. It wasn't a feminine hygiene product. It was used to, like, Put in wounds. That's actually brilliant. Another yeah. side note on tampons, uh, as because I hunted, you can put, use them as scent lures for animals. Oh, soak it in estrus, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Okay. Uh, nail polish to write notes or make small signs or to secure frayed knots or edges. Um, gum to rig a door alarm, to jam a lock, or to take an imprint of a fingerprint or key. Um, or to use as a listening device to secure, or to secure a listening device in a hidden spot, still on gum, uh, to retrieve small items from a grate or other tight spot whenever it's at the end of a string, or to secure a DNA sample for later analysis, uh, lotion to lubricate your hands to help remove handcuffs easier or any kind of restraints easier, and to loosen any kind of knot, uh, matches to set off a smoke alarm, to dust for fingerprints if you grind the burnt end of the carbon tips. And to destroy incriminating papers or to mask your perfume as you leave the room. The diaphragm, which, you know, goes up inside a woman, basically a reverse condom. To plug a drainer link, makeshift funnel whenever you roll it up, or to get a firm grip on a stuck radiator or gas cap. A condom can be used as a flotation device whenever you blow up the 12-pack. Uh, to make a slingshot whenever you use two condoms together. Or to hold water or fluid samples for later analysis. Wow. The fact that anybody's put this much thought into all of these things... That means so very little to the common person. Wait, 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 wait. Have you ever seen MacGyver? 
The mm-hmm. things yeah. that man can do with a rubber band and a paper clip. Mm. Oh, dude! If he if he adds a piece of trident to that, he can make a nuke. You also have to re- you also have to remember this is the heroin's action guide. Some of the yeah. shit is meant to be a little far fetched. Some of the uh, other chapters they had in the book were how to do a running wall kick. Nice. How to drink a man under a table. Can how I to outrun a uh, flame ball. All kinds of shit. It's nice. pretty crazy. Yeah, that's just one of the little inserts, and that's that fucking useful. So the Action Heroines Handbook. Yes. yes. That's pretty freaking awesome. Yeah. Right. What's our next book? Uh, The Ethical Slut. Yay! Oh, uh, Dossie Easton and Janet Hardy. Yes. What's that one about exactly? I, forget. I don't know that one. It's about being an ethical slut. Uh, it's about polyamory and um, open relationships. Oh, okay. Um, talks about everything from sex to jealousy to important um, things to learn about. Should I read the back? No. <laughs> no. You don't read as fast as I do. Um, basically <laughs> troubleshooting issues from, you know, communication, communication, um, you know, feelings of cheating, of not feeling wanted, of feeling smothered, things like that. How to deal with all that that sort of stuff. Yeah, pretty much. Those are important things to think about. Most people are like, ooh, I'm Polly. Let's fuck things. And it doesn't work, it doesn't work like it that. It does not. Is, is that your book? Oh, uh, yes. Do you mind if I borrow that? Absolutely, go ahead. Fantastic. Yeah. I, 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 I already asked. I already asked to borrow You two are going to have to fight over who borrows it first. Hey, hey, someone right. can borrow the ethical slut. The other one can borrow the action heroine. Naked wrestling, figure out who gets it first. So you two, you two can wrestle. And... Why are we wrestling? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Okay, let's take it off for clothes and let's wrestle. Woohoo! <laughs> all of a sudden, all we were all waiting. Next one. Next topic. Next topic. Wait, wait, right. wait, we're not gonna get naked and wrestle. That's later. Because if I get naked with you, I'm fucking you. That's just plain and simple. Oh please. <laughs> we don't have time for that on the podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah. That would make one hell of a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we can listen. Well. We'll dedicate an entire podcast to that. Yes. Ooh, that would be, um, I think that would be a lot of just, oh, baby. Oh, mm, mm. I'm okay uh, with yes. that. No, 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 no. You're using the wrong noise. It's, oh, baby. Yes. Yes. Ah! Um, that's the noise that you make. Yeah. <laughs> I hear her scream. I know, but I can't scream. (laughs) I hope it's not manly like that. If she screamed like that, I'd be worried. (laughs) You've been down there. You know what parts are there and what aren't. I haven't even ever screamed like that. Yes, yeah. You just have. I've made you scream like that. I bet I can make you scream like that. I've made you scream like that. Okay, 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 okay. Anyway. So, all you have to say say to that is challenge accepted. I was going to, and then I just cut off. And speaking of Screaming like a girl? <laughs> kink of the wink. Wait, wait, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Before we do that, what? I did want to say something to the listeners. This is awesome. And I just want to say, please, listeners, we want to have a listener suggested topic, but if you don't suggest something, we can't help you. So tell us what's on your mind. And you can do that at any of the social, social networks that we're on. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on Fat Life. Instagram blew up last night, by the way. I'm just saying. 
<laughs> yeah, I need so, more followers so on Twitter. You, and also Tumblr. So you that are sitting at the computer right now listening to this podcast. We're talking to you. <laughs> yes. Yes. Or yeah, on you your are. phone. Or any way you listen to us. If you're listening to us, you have a way to get onto one of those social networks and say, you know what? I'd like to hear about this. Unless you're driving right now. In you, which case, pull over the car <laughs> and then do it. Yeah, do yeah. not do this while driving. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so moving right along. Uh, the kink of the week to discuss. So what we're going to do, we're actually going to start by revisiting uh, what we had for our la- on our last podcast. Squirting. <laughs> You've oh, seen all... Yes. That's all... All right, you two, go for it. <laughs> oh <laughs> well, my God. well, I think that some women are actually slightly confused on this fact. Some women are actually insecure about the fact that they can squirt. I've heard many times that, oh, it's pee. And they're like completely grossed out by it, and people don't actually realize it's a more of a just discharge of clear liquid. It's not yeah. pee or anything gross or anything it's like that. It's not urine. It's it's, not it's a urine. clear liquid discharge of whenever you orgasm. Yes, it, it, so, it doesn't come from the urethra. No, at it doesn't. All. No, it comes from up in the vagina, and it's oh heaven. <laughs> but I want to reiterate <laughs> no. the fact that not every woman can do it. It's okay if you cannot squirt. Not every woman can do it. It's just fact. Okay, going back to what he said, it does not come th- from the urethra, but you will have urethral convulsions, and it will feel like you are going to pee, is what I have heard. Yes. Is yeah. that some women claim that it feels like they're peeing because there is urethral convulsions. Because it's coming from the... My mistress does. Yeah, it's coming from a similar, it's coming from a similar, well, it's coming from the same area, but it's not the same thing. But it's similar muscles, so yes. it it's stimulates not com- on yeah, the muscles. it's not coming from your bladder. It's just a clear liquid discharge. And while every woman has the ability to, not every woman, every woman will. It just doesn't, it doesn't happen. I wonder why that is. There's a it's lot of reasons. how your body reacts. Some of it's mental, too. Yeah, some of it is mental. If the, if the fact that if you're so grossed out by it because you can't get past because you honestly think that it is urine, if you think it's that gross, you won't do it. Or if you're not properly hydrated, you won't do it. Right? That's a big one. Yeah. Hydration is a big one. Yeah, you got to be, what, basically overly hydrated not to be able to do it. hydrated, but you definitely have to Well, to, to be able hydrated. to do it easily, you have to be basically overly hydrated. Not necessarily overly hydrated, but you do have to be well hydrated. Yeah. Okay. So... I think that covers kind of any other lingering questions we had about it. Do you have anything else, Fiend? About squirting? squirting? Yeah. No. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm being serious. Yeah. So then the current kink of the week for this week is actually impact play. Impact play! My Fiend. favorite thing! <laughs> Fiend's favorite well, thing. Well, besides needles. Oh, God, what was that? Oh. That was, that was uh, greedy showing how impact is. I was confused. <laughs> impact play is basically being struck with something with anything with anything spatulas hands flails floggers belts penis yes you can impact with your dick frying pans slapping a woman across the face with your pecker does not count as impact play I wasn't referring to her face good sir I was referring to her ass cheeks uh, you, can't get a good, you can't get a good slap with your Not dick. with my dick, but I know somebody who could. Ron Jeremy? Yeah. I know somebody who's bigger than Ron Jeremy. Anyway. Damn. Anyway. Uh, frying pan. 
frying. My favorite tool. I've seen someone being beat with a frying pan. It's the weirdest fucking noise. It's like this deep tinging sound. <laughs> and then she has like the all like the little mini circles. And yes, she said that right. Deep tinging sound. It it's is, interesting. It's like and there's like all like little mini circles at the bottom of the frying pan on there. It's the weirdest fucking thing. My favorite toy out of well, I have I now have two. My favorite toy, my first love, was my cricket bat. Oh. Mm. My second favorite tool now is a teen flopper. Hmm. <laughs> Which the cricket bat must be used very, very carefully. Especially if Zealist has a hold of it. I'm not I'm allowed to have gonna, a hold of it. I'm just gonna gently. Oh shit! <laughs> no, I'm just gonna like, let gravity do he it. He was like, whack! Yeah, he was like, he's like, I'm just gonna slowly let my arm drop, and then all of a sudden, like, he actually put force. Like, we watched, or I watched him while she was bent over. He said he just let gravity. No, there was no nice little doop, and just kind of like let it hit itself. No, there's straight up. It's not gonna fall apart enough. I'm going to help it along a little bit. No, no, no. I never put any force into it. I watched your hand. No, no, no. Let me You let me... unconsciously did it, but I watched you. Let me finish. Kids. I know how to golf. I did not put any force behind it. But at the same time, I did not put any force to restrain it either. I literally just went... <laughs> and dropped yes. it. Well, and you know... made that sound. I was say, was that the sound that was made? <laughs> well, and you do know how to golf. Even if you like, <laughs> let gravity take over, your muscles follow through with the swing. And that was part of your problem. I guess it was because I did. I do follow through everything. Blue balls. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not what you do. Like, you didn't let it just go and, like, stop at her ass. Right. Anyway, you let it keep going. Here's the important question Fiend, did you enjoy it? No. No. The problem with the cricket bat is it is meant. To hurt. <laughs> it is meant to break bones if need be. She likes it after warm up. Ah, this, after this, a lot of. This was a raw. Oh, this, was, this this wasn't in the middle though. This was at the beginning. No, this, no, no this was a tester. I wonder what this feels yeah, like. Yeah, he literally. Oh, boom. He Oops. literally was like, "Oh, I wonder how what I can do with this." And she's like, "All right, just 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 remember, don't swing it all." The just, listeners just out there, if you. If you get the wild hair up your ass to hit somebody with a cricket bat, don't. <laughs> I have experience with my cricket bat. My cricket bat and I are buddies. <laughs> we know each other. Intimately. However, Intimately. a fun place to find impact toys, at least for me personally. Dollar store. Hardware store. Hardware store. Don't tell people that. Then they're going to go buy a fucking shovel and hit somebody in the ass with it. Can we get a shovel and I hit you in the ass with it? No. Maybe. Yes. (laughs) Maybe. We'll talk about it later. All right. I have used a flat bar on her ass. You like the flat bar. I like the flat bar. These motherfuckers broke my fucking spoon on me. (laughs) Your ass broke it. And you loved it. I did love it. You know, I had an experience where a woman's ass broke my riding crop that I had. Nice. I was pissed. And I went to the next toy and made sure that she understood that I was pissed at her ass and broke my toy. I don't know. You see, I was underneath Fiend with a Hitachi, like right on her clay. And then Zeus was above, like, above oh. me, like beating her ass. And she was loving it. And then all of a sudden it goes whack, breaks, and we both, me and Zealus both stopped and then bust out laughing. 
Like, mid-scene, we couldn't help it. We just busted out <laughs> laughing. And all of a sudden, Fiend's looking over her shoulder going, Did you just fucking break my spoon? It was hilarious. I think my favorite for breaking It was a brand new spoon! No, here's the thing. He did not break your spoon. Your ass broke your spoon. Your ass broke the spoon. My favorite, though, is we had a shitty crop. It was a Spencer's crop. <laughs> and we're mid-scene with a friend of mine back in Illinois. And uh, his first scene ever, our first scene trying with another person, I'm not even involved this time. She's going to town using this crop. She's going to swing down mid-swing. The top flies off to the other side of the room. Still mid-swing. Like, you can't stop. Whack! Crossed his ass. So all I have, literally, is a solid plastic rod. That wasn't like properly shaved down or sized or anything. It was literally just made to hold it. And so I'm going, and it just flies off. Whack! And then I rip open a spot on his ass. And he loved it. <laughs> so it worked he out. He requested more yeah. harder. It, it worked out. So I had to go for it. But yeah. Okay, so in, in all that notes, to definitely go on to kink education so you can learn how to do these things, we recommend www dot bdsmeducation.com well bdsm-education.com yes forward slash terminology well terminology is just so you know what the actual terms are but the education the site itself is just full of good information but you need to go to the terminology first so you understand what the fuck the rest of the site is talking you know what i was reading through some of the terminology and i had to disagree with some of it i told you i told you when i when i put that up there some of them i was kind of like because I said, because my thing is this, I said for a daddy, uh, that's somebody that's uh, uh, a master or a dominant and a mentor uh, or a father figure for a uh, boy or a boy. And I'm like, but what about littles and baby girls and all this? Not all the terminology. They they did express at the beginning of it, this is some people's definitions, not necessarily all people's definitions. Right. It's going to vary from person to person. Especially because this is an internet site, and so it's kind of going off, you know, anyone in the world can look this shit up. Yeah. So it's kind of going off of whatever the person who put the terminology up knows so it as. So basically definitions are... Open to interpretation. Yes. 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 So you'll, you'll, you'll get a, the general gist of. Yeah, you'll get the general gist of most of it. And it'll help you understand most of the other sites so you then can learn some more education and kind of go from there. Right. All right. And let's see. Um, past that. So I had a question for this week uh, for those that do like fan fiction. Uh, do you have a favorite fan fic? Um, am, am I the only person that reads fan fiction? I read fan fiction. Harry Potter erotica. <laughs> yeah, I, I will admit to that pleasure. Harry Potter erotica. Oh, you're I have so, read some Harry Potter erotica. Yeah. So you like Harry and um, Draco? There you go. No, more Hermione. Hermione Draco or Harry Hermione? <laughs> uh, Her- well, Hermione really Ginny. Hermione and anybody? Okay. okay. Hermione and Ginny. Hermione uh, and Ginny Weasley. Oh God, that is that is actually hot. some really good erotic er, erotica. <laughs> erotica. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, this is this is a a new genre of erotica. It's 
hair erotica. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <Okay>. The puns hurts. <laughs> okay. Uh, Besides uh, Harry Potter fanfic, what else have you read? Uh, I've read some Harry Potter. I've read some I'm... Alice in Wonderland. I yeah. actually really I've like some. I've heard there's some damn good Twilight erotica. There actually is. And then, like, you're like, you get so sad because it actually makes the story better. Like, some of them you look at, you're like, hey, this is a good fantasy. But then, like, you, like, you take the Twilight erotica and you actually put it next to the Twilight books. And you, you're like, you're like, if they just put these together, the story would actually grow quite is it, amazing. Isn't that called Fifty Shades of Grey? Uh, Fifty Shades of Grey was originally a Twilight erotica. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Isn't that called Fifty Shades of Grey? <laughs> Started out, yes. But the point still remains. Uh, I've read Alice in Wonderland. I've read a lot of yeah. erotica in my time. Well, I just, what's a, what's a favorite? I'm a fanfic virgin. <gasps> Boo. Do you Go like on. to read do you like to read things? Um have you gone to my house and seen my fucking bookshelf? Who there was you... it that brought the books tonight? Exactly. Do you like that? Do you like your porn? <laughs> I write my own fucking porn. There you well, go. She but, writes fanfic. There you go. <laughs> I don't write fanfic, I make my shit up. Twas a joke! Hey, hey, so she writes slash fic. Since since you're admitting <laughs> oh, to that, porn. <laughs> oh, since you're admitting to that now, then you're elected to bring some to the next naughty story night. <laughs> I still feel so bad for making your mistress's husband read my Don't <laughs> my it was story. Fun. I know, but before he's like fucking reading into girls and keeps going and talking about his vagina and shit. Wait, wait. There's an actual naughty story night? Yes. Yes. Yeah. The last Every one, year. The, yeah, the last one we had. Is it once felt, a year or twice a year? I felt once super embarrassed about reading my own stuff out loud, so I had Greedy's mistress's husband read it for me, mm-hmm. and it's from the girl's perspective, and he would not. And since it was from my personal perspective, kept talking about his boobs <laughs> and his vagina and, <laughs> and, and and how Master's hands inside of him felt. <laughs> um, if anyone nice. has met Greedy's mistress's husband. You realize how fucked up it is to hear him be like, and my master did blah, blah, blah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. It just sounds so incredibly wrong hearing him say that. <laughs> oh, God. He's but at the same funny. time. But fucking hilarious. Yeah, it was hilarious. He's, he's and a, he a, was a trooper. He was a trooper. He's got a very booming uh, uh, baritone voice. Yeah. Very deep so voice. So hearing him say... And and he grabbed hold of my breast so firmly. And... <laughs> well, especially because part of it was moaning, and he was like, "Fuck!" In his deep boning, booming oh, voice, fuck. he was like, "Fuck!" I was like, "Oh god!" My woman just turned into a transvestite. You know what the best part is, listeners? He listens to this podcast and he's going to hear us all talking about this. I love you for reading it, though. It was freaking awesome. Anyway, back to fanfics or are we Uh, moving on? Well, I was just going to say, one of my favorite fanfics from years ago. I was in college? Mm. Maybe high school still. Not the point. Huh? Not the point. Not the point. But anyway, um, no, this is actually, back then, back when I first got into fanfics, I was really deep, heavy into video game fanfics. Okay. Uh, Final Fantasy, Mega Man, just any video game that I was playing, I looked for a fanfic for it. Uh, this one is called Trip Through Your Wires. It's a Mega Man fanfiction, and it's basically about 
have it goes from Mega Man, the original run, to Mega Man X and kind of links them together. Hmm. And it goes from initially the perspective of um, Dr. Wily, who knows he's getting old, like older and about to die. So he goes and he makes Zero, which is a good guy in the X series, but you don't know exactly. So, yeah, it's it's something, if you're going to read a fanfic, if you're a fan of the Mega Man series, I highly recommend it. it sorry, go ahead. No, what were you going to say? Is there sex in it? Not that not I can all remember. Fi- not all I know not erotica. all fanfics is erotica, but I was just... No, a lot of fan, <laughs> yeah, a lot. Not of to be not to be mean, but yes, kind of normally the best, the most detailed fanfics tend to be eroticas, which is why I like Harry Potter erotica. <laughs> Hair erotica. Hair Hair erotica. erotica. <laughs> right. Anyway, right. I, think, I think that's pretty much all of our topics for this evening. Okay. All right. Well, with that, listeners, thank you for sticking with us. We're hoping that you are having a great time along with us. We're having a great time entertaining you all so with that uh last thoughts we still didn't get to greedy sex toy of the week uh last thoughts for you <laughs> i'm pointing i'm pointing at list, but he's not looking at me i don't know i know who you're pointing at happy fucking birthday thank you should we should we sing him happy birthday no yes no me me no. me me happy, happy birthday, birthday to you Happy birthday to you. <laughs> you dick. <laughs> Boom. Happy Shot. birthday, dear Z. Hey, hey, you asked me to sing to you, and I'm singing to you, jackass. I want you to sing to me in private. Fuck you. Well, that'll probably happen in private, too. How do you this attitude up? Oh. Ooh. My attitude isn't bad at all. <laughs> anyway. Uh, last thoughts? Eep. Okay. Eep. Last thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Greedy's last thoughts is to lick the sex toy he has in his hands. No, 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 no. He's not licking, just licking the sex toy. He is. Uh, I'm fucking gonna... you and licking it. Yes. He is staring deeply into my eyes as he caresses it with one hand while slowly stroking it with his tongue. There is no slow I'm sorry, rapid, gently, gently flicks it with his tongue rapidly on the very tip of it. Zealous, say it slower. Okay. No, 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 we're done. We're done. We're done. done. I thought we were getting into erotica here. Anyway. Wait, wait, what is the sex toy of the week? Looks like a vibrator? It's a tiny vibrator. It's it's one that my mistress has had for I don't know how long. Is it powerful? And yeah, when the battery is charged. Fair enough. <laughs> vaginal or anal or both just, or either. I would go vaginal with this one. Okay, yeah, it's more vaginal. And just to recap, since we've actually missed last week's, so far the sex toys of the week are a flashlight from episode one, anal beads from episode two, and now we have a relatively small but not quite too small vaginal vibrator from episode three. Yay! Sex toys! <laughs> Alright, well, hey everyone. Thanks for listening. Have a great time. And be kinky, be nerdy, be both.